Welcome everyone to Gabbing with Babish. My name is John Newman. I'm a big fan of the hit YouTube cooking show Binging with Babish. And my name is James Nichols, and I am also a big fan of the YouTube cooking show Binging with Babish. Binging with Babish is a YouTube cooking show where Andrew Ray makes the food from film and television, and we're going to talk about it. Yes, we are. Episode 199. 199 loof balloons. Something in the something sky. All right. German How are you doing, words Jimmy? don't make any sense. I'm words and words and words and okay, words. Okay, Johnny, I'm I'm on the mend. I have uh I had contracted the no- novel coronavirus after two and a half years of successfully keep stiff arming that stupid virus into the ground and uh, dirty birding into the end zone. I fumbled it at the one yard line, and I, I got it. So, if we're at the one yard line, what's about to happen? Are you about to die? Oh no! Or society's, is COVID society's over? about to collapse. I almost made got it through it. the so apocalypse. Saying- yeah, I almost made it through the apocalypse without getting COVID. But now I've, I, I see. I, right? I didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the end zone is the end of humanity. Correct. Correct. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, yes. Dear listener, we haven't been with you for two weeks, and we apologize, but James had COVID, and, uh, you know, things happen. Yeah, it didn't feel great. Uh, had to take a week off, and I forget why we didn't do it the week before that, but it was probably something to do with our stupid it was moving, guest. It was moving-related. Mm, no, you, I'm going to put the homes. blame I'm gonna put the blame on somebody else. Yeah, it was probably the guest's fault. Do you want to introduce <laughs> our guest? Um, I sure do. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the reason we didn't record for two weeks, Mr. Joe Strix. I was too healthy. We couldn't record because I was too healthy. <laughs> yeah. See, Joe, Joe was out doing exercises and, and yeah. enjoying his, his youthful vigor. I was doing CrossFit in Times Square. Uh, and I, was, I was bench pressing <laughs> fat tourists. Uh, it's it's kind of cool. You know, you guys have now uh, both had COVID. I remain uh, untainted and thus uh, welcome in the kingdom of heaven. Uh, but it's cool. You know, James has COVID. Johnny had shingles. Johnny, remember you had shingles right before you had COVID? You had shingles? I do remember I had shingles. Joe, thank you for being here. <laughs> Thanks for having me. It's so nice to be here. Noin and Noinsig, Loof Balloons. Am I right, folks? That's right. God, that it's you good are to be back. so right. Sure. <laughs> Great to be back. Some big things have happened since we were gone. Let's James not talk moved. about any of them. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did. No, I don't live in Brooklyn anymore. I'm very sad about it, but I live in a house. I own a house. It's very nice. Uh, Tell the people what it is. You live in a penthouse atop Manhattan like a fucking <laughs> I demon. Do. I moved into I moved into Trump Tower. Uh, the <laughs> deals were just undeniably great. Um, did you do an art of a deal? I did. I nice. did the, the art of a deal. That's very cool. I would like mm-hmm. to let the record show that someone who's been chastised on this podcast for being too rich doesn't have gas or hot water <laughs> or central air or heat right now. And you are living like a king. Just, just goes to show. show you that money isn't everything, people. Right. Okay? <laughs> Fuel is everything. And that's yes. why. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Water is everything. And that's why I... Yeah. Moved over an aquifer, and I have water rights, and if you try to take them, I will kill you. I have the legal right. That's what's going to be great about the Mad Max-style collapse of society, is that uh, Rahway, New Jersey, will become the epicenter of society. Uh Uh-huh. Correct. (laughs) This is is the new Babylon. This is the new... uh, Just James standing uh, atop a regular house going, I am your redeemer! (laughs) Correct. Um, yeah, Johnny. Wait. So, what's happening? Your building's falling apart. How many? How many things are you currently without? Um, uh, hot water and gas. 
is what we're currently without. And dignity. I just want to Let's say, also say if, dignity. If any of our, <laughs> if any of our listeners out there works for National Grid, I hope you die in a gas fire. <laughs> How ironic. <laughs> that would be right. very, very ironic. That should have been in the, the Alanis Morissette song. Doing, isn't it ironic when John gets so mad that he wishes a very specific death on people? <laughs> uh, the apartment I live in, we like our apartment a lot. The people who lived here before us didn't pay the gas bill, apparently. And uh, we didn't even know there was a gas bill to pay because when we moved in, we asked our landlord, hey, what do we need to pay? And they were like, beats us. <laughs> uh, so we, we, uh, we have a Con Ed account. They do our electricity. And we thought we were good. And then our gas stopped working. And then we got a note in the door that said, hey, we turned off your gas because COVID restrictions no longer apply. And we can do that again now legally. <laughs> uh, wait, wait, Johnny, you've lived in that apartment for like a year and a half. A year and a half. Yeah, and we haven't, you haven't paid a gas bill you for haven't a year paid and a gas half. Bill. <laughs> Listen, we didn't know we had to. Listen, it's oh, it's this man. this is on the previous tenants and the landlord like ninety eight percent, but it is two percent on you for not asking why we don't have to pay a gas bill. <laughs> I am so mad about this, and I think part of it is deep down inside somewhere this believes that you messed up yeah and you are worthless and a smart person wouldn't have had this happen uh, yeah yeah the self-loathing is the worst part of the entire thing i don't right. i don't know i think it's the cold showers and the shrunken penis but that's just me <laughs> <laughs> what's actually weird is mine gets bigger the, cold <laughs> the only the only the medically only advised it's johnny watches that seinfeld episode he's like well if i if that had happened to me i would say something very sexual like i was in the pool <laughs> Right. What's weird is it does the exact same thing it does when I carve a roast chicken. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn, does, does Johnny's gas turned off or is he about to spashcock something? <laughs> uh, so we're without hot water. It is the perfect time of year for it to happen because it's so hot that it a cold shower is not. It's not pleasant, but it's also not the end of the world. Like, I won't get hypothermia. So things are, things are fine. Sure. Everything's fine. Um, is there a timeline for when you'll be getting gas back? Well, yeah, they were supposed to come from 8 a.m. to midnight tonight, <laughs> which was a big window. <laughs> I'll admit it. That was a big window. Yeah. But, unf- but fortunately, it was too small of a window, and they couldn't make it. So now they're coming to 8 a.m. till 1 p.m. tomorrow, Ooh. which is a smaller window, like almost the blink of an eye, I'd say. <laughs> and... I don't know if they'll be able to hit that window, but we'll find out tomorrow. And listener, I'll let you know next week, unless we skip, and then I'll let you know in three to four <laughs> weeks. It's, man, uh, well, it, it's a segue into my next question. In the absence of being able to cook, have you had any good food? We've been making some cold salads, and then we went out to eat. Uh, a friend of my girlfriend's was in town all weekend, so we went out to some fun restaurants. Aren't you, uh, aren't you excited to get back to hot salads when they turn the gas back on? Mm, yeah. <laughs> oh, finally, I can stop eating this cold salad and put my lettuce back on. The heat has gone. You get a nice, nice roasted, yeah. roasted Caesar salad. Get a, get a char on that <laughs> kale. Mm-hmm. It will be nice. Uh, it'll be okay. Yeah, we've been eating out, and it's hot, so you don't really want hot food anyway. It's not like we were using our oven a ton right now anyway. So sure. things are fine. Everything's fine. I, I take back that thing I said about hoping you die in a gas fire. That was too much. And I'm going to go ahead and pick it back up. I think you, I think it still applies. Mm. Oh, thanks, I hope Joe. it's not a gas fire, but I hope it is a serious – I hope it's a cr- at the hands of a criminal. That's how I hope they die. That'd be kind of tight. Mm. Mm-hmm. Ooh! Since we last recorded, oh, one of the reasons we didn't record is I was in Los Angeles. That's why. That's why. Yes, 
the, across right. the pond, as it were. <laughs> I had the best. Yeah, across the pond. That's right. Yeah, I had the state. best chicken sandwich yeah. I've ever had in my life. Ooh, from where? I think I sent you. I sent you both a photo. It's from a place called Daybird. Uh, it is the project of May Lin, who is a chef. She won one season of Top Chef. Uh, it is a Szechuan peppercorn crusted chicken thigh that had a Asian slaw on it. Perfect bun, a really good sauce, like a very like you know, like special saucy type sure. sauce. And it was just it was the perfect chicken sandwich. The uh, chicken was juicy and crisp. Mm. The slaw worked perfectly. Had like the right amount of pickles. Great sauce. Perfect chicken sandwich. I if you're in the Los Angeles area, I can't recommend it highly enough. Allow me to be the first to say Malto Benny. Uh, that sounds delicious. <laughs> uh, hell yeah, man! Uh, it uh, looked unbelievable. You, it looked wonderful. Yeah. If we ever uh, find ourselves in Los Angeles, the three of us, it's a it's a must have. One thousand percent. I'm in. Um, I'll I'll say this. Uh, uh, I I cooked a little bit this past weekend. I made um, uh, chili crab uh, pasta, which is just pasta with chilies Ooh. and crab in it. But uh, it was delicious. Uh, wait, wait, wait. So you're telling me chili crab pasta yeah. is pasta with chilies and crab? Yes, exactly correct. It's, I, sure and it's I know, not pasta with chili crab? I know it's a bit right. of a like curveball there, but like it, it, it gets a job done. It was really good. Um, Could have used a bit more of a sauce. I think the recipe I followed was kind of flawed, and I wish I had the culinary intuition to have like added some sort of... To zig? Like, yeah, made a cream sauce. Because it was just a butter, like... It was um, shallots and chilies um, in butter and then pasta added in, mixed in, and then tossed with the crab. I wish I had, like, kind of toasted the crab separately to to get something on it and then, yeah, formed a cream sauce or a broth of some sort with it. Let but me ask you this. How much pasta water did you put in the final Not dish? enough. And that mm, was a big problem as well. Because uh, I wonder, it sounds like you had enough flavors going on. I wonder if it just needed more pasta water to like toss and emulsify to become like the creaminess you desire. Yes, because then Amanda reheated it last night w- with like a little bit of a white wine, just really just white wine that we cooked yeah. off a little bit, and it was it didn't change the flavor Better. too too much. It added a little something, but it just gave it a little more. It had the texture you desired. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, I love it. But oh, and then I made. Uh, this is this is two culinary failures in a row that that normally would make me feel hollow inside, but they have inspired me to like return to them and take cold showers, make them better. Oh. Yeah, um, <laughs> but then I made uh, zucchini fritters, which were is supposed to be like zucchini latkes, but I didn't get enough of the moisture out, so they're just kind of like zucchini wet. pancakes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Zucchini are so wet, yeah, it's, and it's so hard to get them to not be wet. What I would recommend is uh, s- squeezing as much out as you can, salting it, waiting for it to all the moisture to get sucked out by the salt, and then repeat the process twice. Do it again. Yeah. Yeah. And what I would recommend is just not making anything with zucchini because it's a garbage <laughs> vegetable. It's fucking stupid. Just make fucking potato lakas. They're post, so much better. I'll post the picture of the zucchini that... I used because the recipe called for three medium zucchini, and we had one uh, jumbo zucchini, and uh, I think everyone can have some fun with the picture because it looks like I'm holding a big old dick. Three medium zucchini is what we were going to call this podcast originally, <laughs> <laughs> but we, but we, none of us wanted to provide photographic proof. 
Right. So then we went with Gavin with batteries. Yeah. <laughs> Close second. Uh, anyway, that's me. Jimmy, What uh, new restaurants in the new place or a first meal cooked in the new place? We've just nothing, nothing amazing. We just ordered. We've ordered from this Italian spot right down the um, street from us because it's super easy and they deliver. And Ooh, it's been... Joe, say your thing again. Oh uh, shit! What was it? No, not molto bene. Oh damn it! Fuck. That was I my. Thing. I wanted. I wanted on the record that that's my thing. By the way. <laughs> I say that's a spicy meatball. You say multiple. <laughs> well, you know this is how it goes. And and James says La Familia es todo. Anyway, <laughs> it's true. I do. Um, yeah, no, it's it's nothing nothing really to report yet so far. Nice. Um, should we talk about Parks and Rec, a show we've never discussed before? Yeah, <laughs> I'm excited to been watch brought it up someday. on this show. Yeah. Yep. I'm pretty Looks. sure he's only ever done Parks and Rec episodes at this point. <laughs> It feels like it. After taking two weeks off and then coming back to something that we did. Because I think our first two episodes of this triad were also spread out over like three or four weeks. It feels like we've been doing this show forever. Yeah. It's going to suck for anyone who listens to this to to be like, oh, man, finally, the Gabbish boys are back. (laughs) And then uh, we're just doing another Parks episode. (laughs) Uh, Next week, we only do John Ralphio voice. (laughs) Oh! Uh, Pills, baby. Uh, <laughs> a meat tornado. <laughs> a moto Benny. Uh, um, I oh, I'm just gonna use this as a segue to talk about the fact that I finished uh, Community, uh, and I think that the final season, and really the final two seasons, do make up for the fourth season. Uh, but it has also given us a chance to now segue into Thirty Rock as the nighttime show, and man, is that fun! Oh, what a time. 30 Rock leaves Netflix in 11 days. But get this. It's also on Hulu and Peacock. (laughs) Yeah. We live in a dystopian society where TV knows no bounds. Everything is subscriptions. You have to subscribe to your shirt, your shoes, your dog, your wife. I don't know if there's any truth to this because it was in a tweet that I read, but... BMW is releasing a car where Uh you have to pay a monthly subscription for the seat warmers. Is that true? true. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It truly, I mean, truly, the future is here and the future sucks. It's all not that, great. All that the future is is just monetizing everything. That's all it monetized. is. Anyone, I, I, it's so funny to think back to like in the post World War II era, they were able to conceive of a future where things could be like interesting and like future, futuristic. And now the future is just death, destruction, as far as the eye can see. Yeah. And if, if you, you could be in like, any stage of capitalism, which one would you choose? Uh, early, 100%. Late. I go late. No, late <laughs> is the best. Oh, see, I would go early. This is where... <laughs> I would go early and still be white. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd be myself just earlier. Oh, it's bad, man. It's fucking insane. It, tr- oh, it truly is like... but Speaking is- of, if you guys could contribute to the Patreon... <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I know we've been railing against this, uh, (laughs) but Uh, if you want to hear the next words out of my mouth, you need to send me six dollars on Venmo, or else the entire podcast gets deleted. If enough people send emails, I'll show you my feet for like six bucks. That's all it takes. You can see my (laughs) stupid shit toes. Is that what you want? Is that what you want? Anyway. 
I really need to, I should do a nice hard look soon and just double check what I'm paying for every month because it's probably upsetting. Oh, I haven't done it in a good year and I'm way overdue because there's times where I look at like charges coming in. I'm just like, all right, I pay 30 bucks a month for that. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> See, I do a pretty good job of building a relationships with people and I just kind of trade <laughs> and do that. So I keep my costs down, you know, just use your natural charisma. <laughs> Now, it's called, it's called thing, having friends, you fucking dorks. One thing I'll recommend. I tried cost cutting in one area about a year and a half ago, and that was my gas bill. And I don't recommend it. <laughs> oh, man. That being the monthly subscription that you get rid of. Just pay your bills. Johnny, that's- it's, A, that's very hilarious. B, I just want to backtrack very slightly to James saying that uh, he just builds relationships. It's it's interesting that a guy who never watched a survivor would employ a survivor stati- a tactic to oh. uh, to gain Oh, uh, I would favor. bury you guys in Survivor. I would crush you two cuz you two uh, would come no. in in your own you would come in in your own heads about how to play the game. No, false. I'd be like, "Are you guys going to are you guys going to fucking listen to these losers? Listen, they're going to try to play you. No. I'm not going to try to play you. I don't even know the rules. I immediately have friends. Here I am running the James, island. You- you're huge. You're a challenge beast. Yeah. People are going to vote you off immediately you just because of your threat. size. But you're also no, you guys are no, you're also you guys, subsequently no, they're going to see me do one challenge and be like, oh, he's actually not as athletic as he looks. This is this, but guess what? It's a ruse. I'm actually decently athletic if I run every now and then, but I haven't, <laughs> and I'm going to be out of breath. And right now, I'm post COVID, dude. I can't walk up the stairs without having <laughs> <without laughs> suck breath. Okay, I'm talking right now, and I'm getting out of breath. <laughs> The joke's on you. The first challenge of the season is always a golf challenge, and you are going to look so stupid when you do so good at it. That's true. <laughs> Whatever, dude. Not I get me. The They'll be Jeff like, "Probes off the island, Doug." They'll be like, "Yeah, he slices it weird." They, you know what happened in the in the first season of Survivor? They did try to vote Jeff off in one of the episodes. <laughs> they all like went into. I don't know why that nobody does it. Like, hey, the problem here is they're not giving us the food. Let's just <laughs> kill them and take the food. Yeah. And then we win Survivor. We all survive. And then, like, I don't get it. Season it 43 no of Survivor goes off the rails as the castaways start to eat the crew. Jeff Probst, yeah. with his mangled face, has to give a fucking interview yeah. to Good Day and then there's, just, there's just a photo of me with a bloody handprint across my face <laughs> holding up the head of Jeff, Jeff Probst. I do like... What if, like, season one had gone Lord of the Flies and, like, it just became this cultural touchstone of, like, remember that thing they tried once? <laughs> like, it's the Stanford prison experiment, but of TV shows. Remember when they gave a bunch of people only rice to eat for a while? Oh, man. <laughs> That was a bad idea. Yeah. The flips the flip side that also could be very fun is that the Stanford Prison Experiment went great and now they'll be on season forty three <laughs> of the Stanford Prison Experiment. <laughs> I like that world too. Those are two fun yeah, universes. It, well they would change it to just the Stan- the Stanford Prison show and it would take on a much yeah. looser tone. <laughs> anyway. <sighs> Um, yeah, Parks and Rec, we're tired of it. Um, <laughs> uh, but this meat tornado burrito, it looks it's some interesting meat preparation. Yeah, it. Uh, I I just want to say really quickly, last thing on Parks and Rec, I miss Fat Chris Pratt, and uh, Fat Pratt. I do like that in this episode, even though the whole bit of talking to a doctor about how to make a breeder that could kill you was kind of like tiresome. I do like that at one point the doctor just kind of paused and was like, "Well, yeah, you can die from eating," uh, which I, I'm sure he he meant as a cautionary tale, but I can only hear it as a challenge. 
<laughs> yeah. Babish starts the episode by talking with a nutritionist, and it's as insufferable as you think it would be. <laughs> but at least, or at least is the three not, of us. There's not much it. more to add to that. Yeah. <laughs> you nailed <laughs> Nailing his coffin. He's not going to recover from that. And then, yeah, idiot, <laughs> sit in your money um, with your probably electric and gas bills paid. <laughs> uh, we, yeah, he makes, the first thing he makes is uh, steak. He makes a skirt steak, I believe. Was it flank steak? steak. It was flank, flank steak. steak. Flank steak. He marinades a flank steak and then comes back to that later, grills it up, slices it real thin. That was probably the most basic of the meats that he makes. I'd say so. The one, but nevertheless, yeah. looked delicious. It, it, it was the longest just because it had to sit in the uh, marinade for for a while. But other than that, yeah, it did look great. I don't. I think we've talked about flank steak on here before. I don't know that I've had good flank steak before. I don't it, think it's possible to have good flank steak really because it's, it's flank supposed steak. to be. It's like, yeah, it's supposed to be. Yeah, it's, it's a, supposed to. It's a cheap cut, but if you cut it thin and marinate it like he did, it's yeah. delicious. So yeah. I think for it, like a, on a taco. Delightful. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 I love what I'm saying. It's like if you eat like, if you just eat flank steak as a flank steak, like it's not gonna be. It's meant to be like chopped up and cut up and put on in things. I feel like I've built yeah. up enough she- of this kind of will uh, for this to be believable. But I there I there is a world in which I try to do something nice for my wife and like accidentally buy flank steak and try to do it like real steak, you know. <laughs> and it, I don't. I honestly don't think that would be that bad. I think if you sliced it against the grain, like. Or sorry, with the grain. Right. No, against, no, against the, grain. the grain. I said it right the first against time. The You're grain. wrong. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think it would still be deli- like you'd have a great. I don't think it'd be bad at all. That's those are a lot of Johnny. You're throwing a lot of ifs at me that I'm not going to fulfill in this scenario. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, then he went into sec- carnitas. Yeah, second meat he makes carnitas in the most amount of lard I've ever seen. It These was, looked insane. It was <clears> two <throat> cream cheese bricks worth of lard. Two big old bricks of lard. Yeah. It was two pounds. Two full pounds of lard, which is just insane. Yeah. Right. And it was actually kind of cool. I, I think this technique is cool. He put lard and some water, melted it down, put the pork in, and then because of the water, it braised for a while, and then as soon as the water evaporated, it started to fry, which was very cool. I, I like yeah. that technique. It was an interesting... It's rare, I think, that you see like a cooking technique change in the middle of the endeavor, like in the same pot, in the same liquid. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah, it looks pretty cool. And then the other part of it that was interesting was he put evaporated milk in halfway through, and like the milk proteins like cling to the meat and just had it brown like crazy. It looked great. It, it looked unbelievable. And at the end when he chopped it up and it, yeah, and it had like the little crispy bits and was still juicy on the inside. It looked yeah, truly I would love it. Like like mm-hmm. he managed to coat it all in chicharrones, which was wild. Right. The third meat he makes is chicken tinga. This looked, to me at least, the least... It looked good, but the least appealing. He, he took some skin on, uh, bone-in chicken breast, yeah. uh, seared them, and then made a, a sauce with what James described as too many chipotle peppers. It was... I guarantee you that entire burrito tasted like nothing but chipotle because he put an entire <laughs> can of chipotle peppers in adobo sauce, which just poisons... Everything mm. again, like it's just all you need is like a little tablespoon of that adobo sauce and maybe half a chipotle, and you're fine. That was so much chipotle and adobo. So if you ever make this for us, James, what's going to happen is you're going to do that, and then I'm going to say, please hand me the rest of the can, and I'll just down it like Popeye. Oh, I love 
a chipotle pepper and adobo sauce. I think this looked like a delightful amount of them because I think it's a great flavor. Agreed. I'm in full support of this. Yes. And hey. It is a delicious flavor, but it, it, it is also an overpowering flavor. That's all I'm saying. And this would be so, so intense chipotle. I guess, James, if you had to, it sounds like you're less a fan of a chicken tinga, more a fan of a chicken finger. Folks, the Gabbing with Babbage podcast is brought to you by nothing yet. It should be brought Guys! to you by <laughs> <laughs> I like that you have nothing yet. Like, it's coming. <laughs> I can imagine they did that on, like, NPR or something. <laughs> it's brought to you by nothing yet. However, <laughs> However we, one is coming. We, we have reached out to some very promising sponsors. The McAfee security guy, he's interested. Uh, Elon Musk's dad, my, who's creepy. My pillow. Yeah, the my pillow guy. Uh, mm-hmm. Elon Musk directed us to his weird-looking chest. Yeah, his, his oh my God. bowling ball chest. Jesus, that upset me deeply. I don't even understand how that happens. Folks, if you're listening to this in the future, uh, Elon Musk's weird chest is going viral on social media right now. And boy, do yourself a favor and look at it. Yeah. (laughs) It's, it's, it's kind of comforting to know that even all the money in the world can still, you can still look like a fucking dipshit (laughs) all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He easily could have gotten that chest taken in. (laughs) He should, yeah, he should have done a Brazilian butt lift with his chest meat. You know, imagine Elon Musk with a big fat ass. (laughs) <laughs> I like this thought. Uh, the chicken tinga looks pretty good. Uh, he puts all of these. Mi- well, first off, he makes a burrito. He fails at making a giant burrito. Learns from his mistakes. Makes a different one. James got mad that he was making a dough. Yeah. Why? Why? Because it's he a made a big old show, burrito. James. I feel like we probably should have addressed. It's we're, we're on episode two hundred almost. We got to address this, James. Sometimes <laughs> oh, yeah. on cooking shows they make doughs. Right. Sometimes it's on dumb. cooking shows they cook. Yeah, it's the cooking. worst part. It's the worst part of this this thing I've chosen to do, <laughs> and and are now contractually obligated to continue to do. Which yeah. Is the worst part. Why did I sign a six hundred episode contract with you? <laughs> this is so dumb. We bet on the future. Oh, as soon as this big. contract ad ends, I'm gonna make another contract. It's gonna be great. <laughs> Con you into signing it. You're gonna die. I'm gonna Durant. Oh, I'm gonna Durant this, and I'm gonna demand a trade. <laughs> <laughs> and then we, Joe and I, will not do it because boy, that doesn't work for us. We tried to change. We tried to trade James to the Problemos podcast. They didn't want him. We tried to trade him to Bopper Flop. They didn't want him. Suicide Pact is thinking about it, but it sounds like there are no takers. He's gonna be a podcast free agent for a little bit here. We gotta see. Joe, name three other podcasts. I bet you can't do it. Uh, I don't need to. I just need one. The Joe Rogan Experience. They'll take James. That's right. It's an experience. Uh, I like the idea of James doing a James Harden, and as soon as his contract ends, he's going to try to bet on himself and get in really good shape, and then still, who knows what will happen. Yeah, and also kind of like hide that he's balling, you know? Yeah, sad. Uh, all right. Uh, he puts it all in a burrito, and then he puts the last dab hot sauce, is if you know from Hot Ones, which is another YouTube show that we'll start our next podcast on next week. <laughs> Uh, is a very hot hot sauce. He also puts a little bit of cheddar cheese in there, which I thought was nice. Could be a nice touch. Yeah. Bunch of meats, some cheese, and some hot sauce. I thought that the hot sauce is too hot. Yeah. But if it was a flavorful, good hot sauce, I bet this would yeah, be. Yeah, this delightful. would be absolutely delicious. The I, like the all those weird, all those different flavor profiles of all the different meat and the way they're cooked and like the char from the different meats and all of it, it would be delicious. It would be unreal. I yeah. I haven't had this iteration of the last dab. Their old version. Uh, front of the pod Zach Levin had one time when I was over at his place. I tried it on a slice of pizza. Oh, I remember this. It was delightful. Very hot. It was it was very hot, but it was delicious. 
Yeah, he put a lot in this burrito. Uh, an aggressive amount. He did. Yeah. Too much, I'd say. Right. Yeah, you put just like a little baby dab on the pizza, right? Yeah, because I'm a little baby boy. <laughs> You're my sweet baby boy. <laughs> That's correct. Um, any other thoughts? I thought this was a, a nice ep. Oh, yeah, we should mention this is the first ep in his new kitchen, the current kitchen. So we're up to the present now. Yes. It only took us three years to get up to the present. Three years. We're almost there, baby. Generous. Uh, yeah, I think we're at. I think we're close to four, aren't we? I, Are we really? That's. I, crazy. I feel like I've been doing this well, since college, at, and I didn't even know you guys then. We're at episode two hundred, and it's fifty-two weeks in a year. We do one episode a week, and we do not do it weekly. There is going to come a point where we, if we continue on this trajectory, we might have some like we might catch up by, I don't know, a quarter of a year. Because he recently like took a few months off. Yeah, he stopped. He hasn't posted. Yeah, we could do it. He's oh he's yeah, been doing them sporadically. But then we have to just like us. We, yeah, yeah, correct. We'll have to uh, sidestep. But if we catch up to him, then the prophecy is fulfilled, and then we have to murder him. Yeah, or he has to murder <laughs> us. Either way, we have to battle. Well, that yeah, that's, I'm happy that's, either way. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, no, no, I I welcome it. Either way, I either way I uh, get to die and leave all my responsibilities, or I get the satisfaction of killing another man, one right. whom I have admired from afar, and arguably could be called <laughs> the stalker of. <laughs> <laughs> they just take two pool cues, split them both in half, and they give it to all four of us. <laughs> we're like, we're, he's like, "It's not fair." We're like, "You have more money." Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> yeah. Uh, would you guys like to correspond with a coward? Please. Yeah. This comes to us from our buddy Ian, who he of of a recent uh, podcast catch up fame, uh, with with a quite simple header. It's called Podcast Mail. Uh, he says, "Hey, Babbitt. Hey, ba- yeah. Hey, Babbitt. Let's start over, guys." J- John, hey, Joe. Welcome Joe? everyone to Gavin <laughs> Joe, with Babbage. My name is John <laughs> Newman, and I'm a big fan of the hit YouTube cooking show. Uh, anyway, <laughs> hey, Babbage boys, it's Ian again. I'm on episode 75 of my Start from the Beginning. Loving the podcast still. It's great shit. Ian, that does not last. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to commend Joe on episode 68 for ignoring the low-hanging fruit that I thought of when Catherine Zini was talking about how many mean horse girls that were in Philly. Uh, He said it made sense because they were close to the Amish, which he pronounced Amish and distracted everyone. That is true. They are the Amish. Uh, (laughs) Whereas I thought he was going to say it made sense because Philly, Philly, because Philly slash Philly is also a young female horse. Ian... I get it that you're only on episode 75. You should know by now, I am mad that I forgot that joke. <laughs> <laughs> as far as the question goes, who do you all think would win in a fight to the death? <laughs> Conventional nice very to prescient. know that we're still nice to know we're still doing the exact same jokes. Yeah. It's it's crazy that I did I did realize that this question was in this and we just talked about killing our hero. Uh, conventional wisdom says James because he's tall and angry or Joe because he has the energy needed to outlast everyone a fatal flaw here just quick side note I don't I don't have that energy uh, but I what think, did he say about me I think he says, <laughs> hang on he says but I think James would tire himself out and Joe would probably I don't know hit his head on a low hanging branch <laughs> <laughs> and then John would win uh, well, John would take the win through sneakiness. Either way, love the podcast. Yeah, yeah, a good one. Now, here's the thing. Yeah, it's it's John 100. percent Yeah, I don't take. Yes, I don't, thank you. The only the only umbrage I take here is that I'm gonna hit my head, uh, jumping into a medium hanging branch. All right. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, what's good, what would happen is if it, if we had to fight to the death, what would happen is you two would gang up on me out of the fear of my oh, size. Thousand percent. Sure. Yeah. That's absolutely. absolutely. So I'm dead. I'm the first dead. In like no matter what, it would squid game into you then, out of that picture very quickly. Yeah. Right. Then then it's Joe versus John, and sim- simply put, John has been preparing for this for the last six yeah. to seven and eight. He has a way to kill. Every person in his life, I yeah. have to imagine. And he knows exactly how to do it. And what? me is using Joe to gang up on me and sure. kill me. And then Joe, he's gonna he's gonna have a knife in his shorts or something sure. ready I, to go that you weren't prepared for, and it's over. What what you're you're mostly correct. I also in this scenario have a knife in my shorts that I've been hiding. The problem is as I try to unsheath it, I cut one of my own ass cheeks off. Y- yes, correct. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> even if you get a knife you trip and fall on the knife or something yeah. happens. Something unfortunate. Something you don't to, kill, we'll you don't kill the, yourself, but you, you injure yourself to the point of being completely ineffective, and then Johnny finishes you off. Right. We'll post a photo to Instagram of the knife I have with Joe's name written on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's, it that'll be fun side by side with the one of me holding a big zucchini. <laughs> uh, I, I do think in this scenario, uh, the the thing that kind of puts John over the finish line will be Again, I have somehow mangled myself trying to unsheath a knife or a very dull, unsharpened sword. And uh, Johnny, seeing that I am no longer pristine, in, in pristine enough condition for him to spatch cock, uh, goes into a blind rage uh, <laughs> because, he, because I've ruined his perfect kill and thus his horniest moment. This is the nicest thing anyone's ever said about it. <laughs> <laughs> What's going to be great... I mean, should should you die first, Johnny? It's gonna be great for us to give your eulogy and talk about all these weird, creepy things. <laughs> Johnny's gone to that great spatchcocking palooza in the sky. <laughs> I know Johnny. I know. Johnny, per his wishes, has been spatchcocked <laughs> and left out, left out, and it's just your body flayed out yeah. on some giant sheet pan that we had to buy <laughs> instead of a coffin. He, he is now he is for John's before. funeral. It is an it is an open sous vide. <laughs> oh, that's what I was gonna say. It is an open organ funeral. <laughs> We, we, put, we put him in a piano box. It's the only thing that could fit his flayed body. <laughs> and you can come up to the uh, the app up front and set the water temp to whatever you think he'll taste best at. <laughs> I know right now Johnny's somewhere looking down on us, quite literally, just, from, just in terms of him wanting to look down on us from his superior <laughs> position. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway. Thank you, Ian, for the podcast mail. Uh, Keep we'll, enjoying the podcast. We'll, we'll put up a poll. Thank you so we'll much. We'll ask you who. We'll, we'll see what the cowards think. Who do you think among us would win in a fight to the death? Excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This will be good engagement. <laughs> Guys, uh, if you like the podcast, uh, please like and subscribe. Give us a five star reviews. If you want to follow us for more content, we're at Gab with Twitter. We're at Gabby with Babish on Instagram. Uh, if you want to send us questions like Ian did. Uh, or concerns or queries or who you think would win in a fight to the death um, send that to Gamma Adventure at gmail.com okay bye everybody bye.